I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, as we continue to celebrate Women's History Month, uh, yesterday marked the 180th anniversary of the Relief Society, the women's organization of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, one of the largest and oldest uh, women's group around the world. Uh, this is uh, an organization that's devoted its time to serving others, providing humanitarian aid to people around the globe. And recently, Relief Society General President Gene B. Bingham uh, appeared on the Church News podcast with Sarah Jane Weaver. Uh, and I want to dip into a little bit of that conversation uh, in terms of how this organization has both survived and succeeded over the last 180 years and what they continue to do to provide relief and make a difference in society uh, still today. Uh, so in her conversation with Sarah Jane Weaver, uh, President Bingham uh, actually used those two words, relief and society, to describe the purpose and focus of the organization. When you think about relief and society, those really encapsulate what we're really doing. You know, everyone needs relief at one time or another, and the need is often ongoing. I think about the worldly influences that cause stress. They're relentless both today and in the intervening years since Relief Society was first organized. When you look down over time, Relief Society has provided relief in lots of different ways to different people. I love, matter of fact, the quote by Elder John A. Widso. He talks about the relief of poverty, relief of illness, relief of doubt, relief of ignorance, relief of all that hinders the joy and progress of women. And that's what we're doing. President Bingham went on to explain how as a group or as a society that women can accomplish far more together than they could ever do individually. For some women, Relief Society has kind of become a class or a, a room, but it's truly a group. It's a sisterhood that is relieved suffering, and we do it today in every way that we can. I think we work in charitable activities. We can accomplish more in our society, in our group. We have more resources together. And also, I think about individuals. When you belong to a society of women, you have the common goal of spiritually and temporally preparing ourselves and each other for challenges. And that's really empowering, this society. On this 180th anniversary of the formation of the Relief Society, Sister Bingham uh, said that Relief Society is always ready to respond to emergencies of any kind anywhere in the world. Relief Society is not just a social group. Relief Society is an organized way to meet needs. When I think about, for instance, let's talk about emergencies. When there's emergency comes up, you need order. Relief Society already exists, right? It's ready all the time to respond. 
you know, we have 33,000 reduced society units around the world. And so you find this community of women who are already tuned in, that are already ready and prepared to help. And then they go out into the community, as you say. They don't just keep it to themselves, but they want to help everyone around have a better life, feel happier, feel find that joy in life. I wish that every person understood the power of Relief Society. When we work together, we have the potential and the power to really make changes in the world. In her conversation with Sarah Jane Weaver of the Church News, a Church News podcast, uh, President Bing, Bingham pointed out, uh, again, the fact, it's amazing, there are 33,000 Relief Society units around the world. So they're already organized, they're already in place to meet a whole host of needs. President Bingham also pointed out that every woman is different and has a different perspective and that those differences are really important and are part of what make Relief Society very powerful. We may not all have the same perspective, and we can't, because as women, we are different, but that's a strength. But we have to work together, and so when we work together, we try to see one another's perspective. You know, that's something that I work at. I come from my background, I come from my perspective, but I, when I look at and I listen to and I try to understand another person's perspective, then I can see why they're doing things how they're doing, and that helps me to have patience. Uh, and then finally, President Bingham uh, wanted everyone to know that they are valued, that they can make meaningful contributions to the church and to the world, no matter where they are, what state or station they are uh, in their own personal journey. We need every single woman to know that she is valued, that she will have tremendous contributions to make. And really it depends on where you are in your stage of life, what your circumstances are. The sister who's living in Ghana has a very different experience than a sister who's living in Georgia. And yet, can they make contributions that are meaningful? Absolutely. No matter where we live, no matter what our life stage is, no matter what our our socioeconomic situation is. Again, that's uh, President Gene B. Bingham, uh, General President of the Relief Society of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, she's been serving as uh, General Relief Society President since uh, 2017. Uh, the church's Relief Society organization, the women's organization, has over 7.5 million women worldwide. Uh, as we mentioned, there's over 33,000 Relief Society units around the world, uh, all designed to do that, to provide relief, uh, to provide strength, to strengthen society uh, by strengthening strengthening uh, women and uh, families and communities. And that's a, a powerful thing. And uh, you can listen to that entire podcast on the Church News Podcast. Again, this was the 180th anniversary of the formation of the Relief Society uh, for the church. And President Bingham uh, has traveled the world, and we've seen so many things that the Relief Society has been doing uh, over the course of the the past year. And interesting, even just leading up to this 180th anniversary, uh, the presidency of the Relief Society, the general presidency, uh, made a challenge to women around the world to do something uh, to provide service, to reach out to, to make a difference in their community. Uh, the church, of course, has uh, uh, tag team partnered with uh, many nonprofit and volunteer organizations uh, around the world to provide humanitarian services uh, in in so many different settings. And of course, we're seeing that play out globally as we look at what continues to happen uh, in Ukraine, and especially as those refugees flee. 
Uh, we no- noted that last uh, week, Sharon Eubank, uh, also part of that Relief Society president and also the head of Latter-day Saint Charities, uh, already had uh, things positioned for those refugees uh, because they had uh, an abundance. They had a supply of funds, uh, reserves that they were ready to go. They were able to buy things in those local countries uh, and uh, were there long before the refugees began to show up. And so it's that kind of preparation and that kind of impact that I think is is so extraordinary and so important to look at. Uh, and I do love the fact that as part of the celebration of 180 years of Relief Society, uh, that the challenge uh, to women worldwide uh, was to do something, to provide some sort of service, to reach out in some way and strive to make a difference because that really is what it's all about. So again, you can check out that complete podcast, the Church News Podcast with Sarah Jane Weaver and this special edition with Relief Society President Gene B. Bingham marking the 180th anniversary of the Relief Society of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, Sam Abrams is going to join us. We're going to talk about what actually happened on college campuses during the pandemic and who really pulled the, the heavy duty and made a difference for students. Might surprise you. Stay with us. Coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.